On today's show, we're going to get into the 2K ratings for the NBA players. We got a top 10 at least. Top 10, and we'll see what tier, because we love tiers, Luka Doncic <laughs> is in, according to NBA 2K. Plus, Christy Tolliver named a Dallas Mavericks assistant coach, reportedly, allegedly, allegedly. We'll get into that and why that is such a positive thing for the Dallas Mavericks coming up on today's Lockdown Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Lockdown Mavericks podcast. Hey, hey, Dallas Mavericks are NBA champions. Working Jasmine Thomas. Tolliver puts it in. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member and coordinator for the Locked On Podcast Network. And joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com. The 2K King, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Okay. Terry Rozier signs an extension. My heart, my heart broke today. And I know that my heart will. That was a heck of a, a heck of a commitment by Charlotte to Terry. <laughs> that's what, that's uh, what I was singing in my head when I heard that when I heard that happen for you. Okay, it so was sad. Real quick, that was Isaac's guy. As soon as Terry <laughs> signs the extension. A lot of tweets, DMs, texts came in. It was like, hey, sorry. Sorry about your guy. Looks like he's staying in Charlotte. <laughs> so I pl- I lean into it and I quote tweet someone today and I say, hey, appreciate all the, you know, the thoughts, DMs, tweets during this emotional time. So fast forward two hours. I'm at my desk. I'm working my <laughs> my uh, my main job, my real job at the church. And I get a call from my mother who lives in Kentucky and I answer it and she goes, Isaac, what happened? What happened? Are you okay? <laughs> and I'm like, what are you talking about, mom? Like what's going on? I'm just at my, my desk. I, I just seen your tweet. It, it's an emotional time. What happened? <laughs> and I'm like, my Lord, you do not need to be on Twitter. No more. And <laughs> then trying to explain to my mom, Terry Rozier and playing for the Hornets. Who is Terry Rozier? Well, who's Terry? Yeah. What is Rozier? So anyway, I'm glad. I hope uh, the listeners enjoyed that. Did you get a call from your mother-in-law? Like what happened to zero? (laughs) Where's zero? (laughs) (laughs) So great. Anyway, Terry Rozier, no longer a thing for the Mavericks. Big number, by the way, we should mention Terry Rozier got way more than did Tim Hardaway Jr. Would you rather pay Terry Rozier five million dollars more a year than than Tim Hardaway Jr. Basically, no, no. Mavs got a steal on that Tim Hardaway. Jr. That's getting deal. close to KP range. It is, man. It's a that's quite a deal for Terry Rozier. But so I when guess can good Rozier for the Hornets. Be traded? What? Good for the Hornets. They committed to him, and then now they have Book Knight and Mello, and just they're doing stuff over there. That's fun. Fun team. All right. Reportedly. Christy Tolliver is going to be joining Jason Kidd's staff. We mentioned this a couple days ago saying we don't even have the, I think it was even yesterday, we don't even have the solidified assistant coaching, the coaching staff done. And so this came out from Adrian Wojnarowski, the Christy Tolliver, uh, WNBA legend, all-star, is going to be joining the uh, Jason Kidd's ranks. And this is great. And this is a really big thing, especially for um, 
for what the Mavericks are trying to do right now. And I especially think because of a story that was about her, but I'll get to that in a second. There's a really interesting story about Christy Tolliver and her dedication to wanting to be a coach in basketball, in the NBA particularly. But Christy Tolliver has been, you know, WNBA All-Star. She's a two-time champion with the... Uh, she won with the the Mystics, and then I think she also won with the Sparks, I think, in 2016. I think that's when she won. When she won. But, yeah, she's been a, an All-Star. She's been a EuroLeague champion, Super Cup champion, NCAA championship in 2006 with Maryland, NC, or AC, ACC Player of the Year. She's just been an incredible player throughout her career. She's nearing the end of it, and so she's trying to decide, like a lot of people at the end of their career, what's next for you in basketball? And for Christy Tolliver, it seems like it's going to be coaching. Now, she became an assistant coach with the Wizards over the last couple of years. And the story that, and so that's positive. She's been working in the NBA. She has experience. It's not like they're just plucking a player. And I saw this on a bunch of comments, and I was I was extremely disappointed seeing this is just a PR move. Oh, the Mavs just a PR move because of Jason Kidd's past and all this stuff. And I know for all the smart people out there, you're not saying that because you wouldn't say this about a male player. No, the male player like Jason Kidd was a player and then just became the head coach of the Brooklyn Nets. You're not like, oh, this is a publicity stunt just because it's a former player and he played for the Nets. And I mean, was Gen- was Jenny a PR stunt for to Rick? No, I mean Jenny was on staff. I mean, and Chris Dolliver, get out of here. Is, she's already been an assistant coach, so yeah. Out, you think it's of, a PR stunt? Then nah, out of there with that mess. Out turn of off the pod. But know. the thing that's cool to me about Chrissy Tolliver specifically is that. She was a she was playing for the Mystics at the time, and she was then becoming a, a full time you know Wizards assistant coach, and she did that for two years, and she only got paid ten thousand dollars a year to do that job. Now, assistant coaches in the NBA make a hundred thousand upwards of you know you know five hundred thousand dollars a year to do what they do, which is uh, you know, they work a lot and they travel and all that kind of stuff, but. For her to get paid $10,000, you're like, okay, what is that? Why why is she only getting paid that? Why is that number notable? It's notable because the WNBA has a competitive fairness rule that the Wizards and Mystics, who were, I think at the time were, were inter, interconnected in, in some way, and you can't have the NBA team pay a WNBA player so much more money to do anything, right? Like that, they could just pay her to, you know, sit there she wasn't but they could just pay her to sit there and then come to the mystics and sign there in free agency instead right it's a competitive it's basically like you know all the ncaa booster rules you can't have just some guy come in and just pay him a whole bunch of money which now i guess you can (laughs) but the WNBA had this rule and so she was getting paid ten thousand to do that she still did it which is incredible because she could have got paid you know, half a million dollars a year to go play overseas in her off time. But instead she wanted to be a assistant coach. She really wants to do this. She wants to be a coach. And so she did that for two years. And now uh, this is a great story by Ava Wallace in the Washington post. You know, the league is now talking about the Tolliver provision in the WNBA rules. So that, so that people in this, um, in this same conundrum of Chrissy Tolliver can get paid what they are owed if they're actually performing a job and it's not going against the competitive fairness rule. So that is cool that they're doing that in the new labor deal. That was a story back in 2000, uh, 2020. And so that's probably changed by now, but I thought that that was a really positive story because of her commitment to wanting to be a coach and to get paid so little to do a job like that and still wanting to do it. Plus I think there's another thing that's positive about Chrissy Tolliver. She was born in Virginia she went to school in Maryland. She played for the Mystics. She went to she played for the Sparks, but then she came back to play for the Mystics when she got her choice. 
and then she stayed with the Mystic. Then she was coaching with the Wizards, and now she's branching out and working for the Dallas Mavericks. Like it, it. She's finally like branching out and leaving home, and so I think this is a really great positive thing for the Mavericks. She's going to be a great voice. Uh, I'm gonna, I'll give a shout out, to Kirk. Uh, Kirk Henderson responded to my tweet about Chrissy Tolliver when people were saying ridiculous things about her. And uh, he said, I just want somebody that's going to speak to Luca and that help Luca grow in any way. And I think that she will. She'll, she'll help him grow in a positive way and, and speak to him and not just a, um, you know, and, and challenge Luca. That was the word he used. And I think that's, I think that's great. I think that's very true because if the Mavericks are bringing in former players like Jason Kidd to try and help, you know, Luca and help all the players, then why not bring in a former player that was also, you know, multiple time all-star and champion? Yeah, that, I mean, that's the, I, I'm not going to sit here and act like I know how great of a coach she is because I don't, but you're talking about <laughs> I don't somebody, know how great a coach anybody is, to be honest, sometimes. Well, I, I mean, I, I just don't, but like you're talking about a former player, not just that, but a former champion, like two-time champion. So she knows how to play the game. She's been an assistant the past few years. She's an up-and-coming coach. You know, she's 34. She set out last season uh, because, you know, they could set out due to COVID and all of that. And she's going to play out the season. She, you know, this, this 2021 season, be a coach for the Mavs this year. Sign me up. Let's do this. Like, I, I think it's awesome. I, I think it's a great hire by the Mavs. And it's another voice on that. You know, for us, we've been waiting to see what this coaching staff is going to look like. We've seen Jason Terry news came out. He was taking a G League head coaching job today. So, you know, we don't. JJ Barea, we don't know his official title, you know, with coaching staff, whether it's part time. We haven't said this, but he was in person in summer league after that. So I think that yeah. uh, someone sent me this is now this is now allegedly reportedly allegedly 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 I'm doing the Jesus and Marrow fingers uh, that Jason Kitt or uh, JJ Barea is going to be a part time assistant and scout in Miami. So he can basically live in Puerto Rico and just go to Miami. That's what that's what he said in an interview. But we'll see if that's true. Yeah, so they're still, you know, I think this just shows you why they haven't announced it yet because the Christy Tolliver edition, we still haven't, you know, which one, there hasn't been an official press release for that yet yeah. either. Uh, you know, Kokoskov, you know, who, yeah. there's still names that, you know, we haven't seen what this, you know, coaching staff's going to look like, but great hire bringing on Christy Tolliver. Great hire. Coming up, let's get into the NBA 2K rankings. The top 10 came out. Our guy Luca is in the top 10. Is the rest of the li the list Right, and does it does it kind of tear off in the way that is correct as far as we think players in the NBA? We'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about BetOnline.ag. It's that time of year again. All eyes are turning now to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start football season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including the half-a-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest open now at betonline.ag. Go there, sign up on your mobile device to receive a 100% welcome bonus. They're upping it. They're doubling the welcome bonus. Use the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get a 100% welcome bonus uh, right now. So go ahead, put some money in. You'll get that money matched that you can use on BetOnline. So go use it. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, Isaac Harris, let's get into some NBA 2K rankings. So the list came out, and how are you feeling about this list? Yeah, so 2K, you know, this year, they're kind of doing a little bit different. People love 2K ratings because, one, everybody just loves rankings in general because then it just has all this debate. 
It assigns a number to a player, which exactly. You know, personally we never want to be a number like ah don't don't dehumanize me and give me a number but then for everyone else we're like let let's give them a number but players right? care <laughs> about this like you can't players ignore care this. About it players too, yeah. care about their madden rating in nfl they care about their 2k rating like players talk about this so you'll see players tweet out about it. like players care so that's why I know there's probably a portion of you listening, watching on YouTube, whatever, saying, I don't give a crap about 2K ratings. Well, we cover it because it's it's kind of cool because it allows us talking points of, is this true? Like, are we going to see? This podcast is covering the whole gambit. We got actual rumors and news with Christy Tolliver and the coaching staff. We have the 2K rankings. And in the third segment, we'll get to the NBA executive survey, which is like what real <laughs> basketball people think. So we're covering the whole gambit today. Exactly. So 2K. <laughs> Something for everybody. One of the things they've been doing that's pretty cool with 2K ratings is they've been allowing the uh, the national teams to like tweet out their rosters with ratings, which has been really cool, like France's national team and Australia. So that's been cool. You know, we've seen a, a, a screenshot of Maxi, you know, in Germany tweeted out theirs. So that was cool. But they they did shooters, they did playmaking, but they did the top 10 ratings in the NBA. So for 2K, this gives you a some type of bar to look at of who the top 10 players are in the league. And then we can look at it and say, do we agree? And on top of that, not just top 10 players, but in a way they kind of tiered them off. So they didn't do any, anybody 97 or above as far as rating wise, the top four players in the league, according to 2k LeBron, Kevin Durant, Giannis and Steph. That's one, two, three, four at a 96 overall. So that kind of naturally puts them in a tier by themselves. Then there's a, Spot five and six and seven go to Kawhi, Jokic, and Embiid at 95 overall. And then rounding out the top 10 is Luka at eight, and then James Harden at nine, Damian Lillard at 10. All three of those guys at 94 overall. So is there anyone that's underrated in this category? I've seen some people today like, hey, why isn't Jokic in the 96 category? Because he's an MVP. He won it last year. Why and MVP he in- doesn't make you the best player in the NBA. We've established this. Russell yes. Westbrook was not the best player in the NBA when he won MVP. That doesn't give you. That doesn't make you just the best player. I agree. I agree. That means you had the best season. So and whoever's I, saying that, I don't agree. And we can save the Durant, Giannis, LeBron conversation for the third segment because that was with the ESPN stuff. But <laughs> but there is a conversation though. Should Steph be up there with them? Because I think. 2K, you have to think about, okay, they t- they factor in everything. They factor in offense, defense, athleticism, IQ. They factor in all those different things. And so should Steph be up there with guys like LeBron, Durant, and Giannis, who also bring it on the defensive end way more than Steph does? Yeah, that's, that's my only thing of, I understand why LeBron, KD, Giannis is over Luka. I just think Luca should have been at least, I think Luka should have been in that next tier. I think Luka should have been on the same the 95 overall tier with Kawhi, Jokic, and Joel Embiid. Yeah. And I think he's a step up above Damian Lillard and James Harden right now. They 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 actually said, and they came out with a press release, like a full press release, very official, that said the reason why we're taking Luka from a 95 to a 94 is because he cries and whines all the time. That's the reason why, completely. <laughs> incredible and his free throws how dare he miss it's his free throw rating that's what has no i'm joking that was that was not true (laughs) um stamina rating is that very i mean that's part of it though your stamina is part of it but is there anyone in this is anyone not in this top 10 that you're like oh i'm kind of surprised like the first thing that popped up to me is like Anthony Davis not being there yeah that one's interesting anthony davis brad beal 
Wow, I'm trying to look for Trey Young. Where? Oh, Trey Young's not on there. <laughs> Trey Young That's is it. not on there. Well, you start looking at like I tweeted out today. I was look, just looking at the NBA players as far as stars in their in like in their age bracket because there's just so many stars across the list. Like Zion, you're not surprised. Trey Young, John Morant, Tatum, Booker, Donovan Mitchell, Carl Anthony Towns, Zach Levine, Randall. Uh, AD is probably the best player we didn't mention. Kyrie. Uh, Paul George, Jimmy Butler, either neither of those guys made this list. Jimmy what? Butler, yeah, that's those are interesting cool. ones, but uh, yeah, kind of had down years for them. And then Chris Paul, maybe, yeah, which they're probably uh, most of those dudes are probably ninety threes on this on this list. But yeah, I just think we casually throw out so much of all oh, that players top ten, like Luca, Luca yeah. top ten player, Luca top five player, Luca whatever it is. And I think when you see a list like this. You kind of see all the names together, and you're like, "All right, well, when you when you throw out, oh, Jimmy Butler, he's top ten player in the league, or Anthony Davis, top yeah. ten player." It's like, "All right, well, which of these names are you taking off for Anthony Davis?" And so, when you say Luka Doncic is a top five player in the league, is it safer to say he's a top eight player in the league? Whenever you look at this and be like, "All right, of the seven guys above Luka on this list, who's the one guy? If all of them are fully healthy." Who's the one guy that you would take Luca over for sure, hands down? Embiid. And for me, Jokic. When fully healthy? Yeah. Cause see, I think there's an argument for Embiid because of his defense. Yeah, but if you're starting with if you're starting a team and that's well, your, if you're, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. That's your one guy, right? If that's your, it's your one guy, I would much rather build around Luca than I would around those other two. Okay, yeah. If I'm Personal. building a team, yes, I would do that. But as far as like like step, I think there's an argument for like Luca. What's over the other Steph. way you would do that? I was saying like best <laughs> overall player like right now. Yeah, like just for this one season, starting the season, who who is the one player on the list above Luca that you're like? And so oh. you should you should look at them in a vacuum. You shouldn't look at them based on okay, well Embiid has Simmons, so his job defensively is a little bit easier than it would have been, yeah. and you know Jokic has their shooting around or whatever. Like you can't look at it. Yeah. Luca's taking less and making more out of it than the rest of those guys. I think. It's just wild too when you look at this list and say, okay, how many players on this list is, you know, 25 and below? Yeah. And Luca. Yeah, it's, it's Luca. You know, Giannis is over 25 at this point, or he is 25. Yeah. No, they're, he, Giannis is, I, I just did this list today. The 26 year olds, Giannis, Jokic, uh, Embiid is 27, AD is 28, Kawhi is 30, Lillard is 30, Curry, Durant, Harden, and Westbrook are all around 32. Um, so it's just Luca. And LeBron is 36. So it's just Luca that's under the age of 26. Of 26. I mean, Luca yeah. is not even close to 22. 26. So I think it's just a reminder of once again, which we're on a Mavericks podcast, so you don't have to, people don't forget this. It's just a reminder of how. We should have a bias alert drop. <laughs> well, it's just a reminder of how good Luca is at such a young age that. I mean, if you would have told yourself, you know, three years ago that when Luca came in the league, you're like, oh, his after his third season, he's gonna have, you know, the eighth best rating in 2K and he's gonna be on the cover of 2K, literally the cover of it, and the like signature athlete for 2K in 2022, and he's gonna have a higher rating than James Harden and Damian Lillard and Anthony Davis. There's a large amount of people that probably be like, Man, I don't know. What's Alondo Trier's, you know, rating? I don't know. So that's that's the part about it that you just you have to shake your head and be like it's crazy that Luca's this good already. Okay, clear this up for me because you said he has a higher ranking than Harden and Lillard. Luca is ninety four. Those two okay, guys are about, also my, both yeah. ninety four. But no, this is this is true though. But Luca is eight on this list. Coming from two K, Luca is eight. 
Harden is nine. Damian Lillard is 10. Is there like a decimal point or like a tenth place or a hundredth place no. that separate these guys? Why did why would they put Luca eight? Is uh, it just alphabetical order? It's not because Embiid would be higher than Jokic and Leonard. All right, guys, y'all need to go to Ronnie 2K's DMs. No one ever, you know, tweets at him or replies to any of his tweets or probably sends him any DMs. So if you want to ask him a question, <laughs> ask him. They're at least never like friendly or positive, probably. <laughs> No, they're they're brutal. I actually got to, I actually met Ronnie at a two K at a Mavs game at a two K game at a Mavs game. Uh, random fact: Ronnie two K and Harrison Barnes are really good friends, and he was there. He was in town when HP was here, so got to meet oh Ronnie two K. He was super nice. <laughs> there you go. Let us know what you think in the comments about the two K ratings. They are interesting. Should Luca be higher? He's a ninety four. Should he be up there with Jokic and Bead and Kawhi? Answer that. Coming up, let's get into the NBA survey from ESPN from executives and scouts across the league. The most surprising move of the offseason, a Mavericks move, was listed in there. We'll get into that coming up. But before we do, let me talk about rockauto.com. Rock Auto is the place to get your car parts, everything that you could possibly need. Go there and look up your car. Their catalog is remarkably easy to navigate. You can just look up your car. You can just navigate all the way to all the parts that are available for your car or truck. See what they, they have there. And if you find something that you like, find something that you need, right? Locked on in your how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you and you're going to save money. You're going to save money on this. Why would you spend 30%, 50%, 100% more on the pri- on the parts that you're going to get from Rock Auto? So go there right now. Again, write in Locked On in there. How did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Also want to tell you about Built Bar. Built Bar, it's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. I talk about them every day, but... There's a new flavor today. Oh, let's go. Every, I'm telling you, we. I keep looking up. I bring. I pull up the website every single time I do this ad because there's always a new flavor. Pistachio. Are you a pistachio guy? Uh, not really, but you know what? You should try it with this discount code. Use the discount code LOCKED15 to get 15% off, and they have flash deals all the time to get you cheaper boxes. I, I never pay full price for a box at Built Bar because they're always coming out with deals. There was a deal the other day. You texted about it or DM'd I sent it. it to I sent it to the whole network because I basically paid like I paid like 50% for, for that box with our code and then their flash deal that they were doing. But the pistachio bar, 160 calories, 17 grams of protein, 5 grams of sugar for a bar covered in 100% chocolate. Check it out. Use the promo code LOCKED15. All right, Isaac Harris, let's get into the uh, survey. ESPN, Tim Bontemps made a survey of NBA executives, scouts, all that kind of stuff across the league. Now, we have to be transparent about this. It was only 10. <laughs> it's a very strange survey. It's not like all of them. It's not like there's a lot, it's not there's even, a lot of executives in the league. And lots of scouts. <laughs> there's, there's lots. But there's uh there's not even every team's every team represented, but these are, you know, scouts, Cole, people people that know basketball across. Do we know if Cole Zwicker is the one of the oh, scouts? Oh, does he count? I guess he counts, right? He could be on this. He probably is. <laughs> he was polled. That's a good call. What about, uh, yeah. Uh, Dirk? Do you think Dirk Dirk was this? probably one of them. Yeah, Tim Bontex was calling up Dirk. So the Mavericks, the, the, the one that the Mavericks were, the only, the only Mavericks thing that was part of any of this was the most surprising move of the offseason. Uh, number one, Dennis Schroeder got a couple of votes. That was the most surprising one. It was surprising to me as well. Kemba Walker's buyout and signing with the New York Knicks got a couple of votes there as well. And then there was four, five things tied with one vote each. 
the Blazers offseason, their entire offseason, which I guess is not trading Lillard and not doing anything else around the edges basically to get better. Patty Mills to the Brooklyn Nets. I guess some people were surprised by that. Him leaving San Antonio. Westbrook to the Lakers. That should have been way higher because that was really surprising for everybody. Chris Paul's re-signing with the Phoenix Suns, which seems like somebody slipped on their ballot and accidentally hit the wrong button. Maybe for the prize. And then the Dallas Mavericks entire offseason, somebody voted for that to be the most the most surprising. It's not like they got five votes or something. They got one single vote, and somebody voted for the Mavericks' whole offseason as the most surprising move of the offseason. What do you think the angle was for whoever voted for this? Well, the angle is from this East executive uh, in the piece, Tim Bontemps writes, Meanwhile, two other teams, Dallas and Portland, were not were labeled as surprises for not finding what... And this is not uh, positive stuff, by the way, so... <laughs> Full disclosure, uh, <laughs> they were labeled as surprises for not finding ways to do anything to upgrade their teams around heliocentric stars, Luka Doncic and Demi Lillard. This is Tim Bontemps talking. This East executive, anonymous East executive, asked about the Mavs, said, can they get a healthy Porzingis? That's the key. But I was surprised they stood still. They didn't do enough to move themselves forward. They now have a clock ticking with them on Luca after he signed his Supermax extension. And then Daryl Morey hung up the phone. It's not Daryl Morey. I know who this is. Are you ready? Ready. It's Masai. Masai Ujiri is telling Tim Bontemps they got to pony up. They didn't do anything around Luca. They didn't make any kind of move, and the clock is ticking. Good. Miss Minutes is jumping up on your screen saying, it's almost time. It's almost time for Luca to sign again, and he's going to want out. If you don't make this move, trade for Goran Dragic. Send us a draft pick. Send us Josh Green. Do, yeah. ev- do everything we're asking for. <laughs> this That's is Masai Ujiri, I'm telling you. Or it's World World Wide West and Leon Rose in New York. Just like, cackling hey, about. Let's just keep on. Let's, well, let's just put this out there. You know, soak the fire that, hey, the clock's ticking. We're going to be here waiting. Big Apple, brightest lights for Luca in, you know, three or four years. And let's just already keep that ball rolling that the clock's ticking for that. I wouldn't be surprised if it really was a Toronto Raptors executive. And there, <laughs> it's some kind of posturing about this deal with for Dragic. But I, hey, I think you thought is, we couldn't bring up Dragic in every single podcast. We did it. We found a way to do it. Well, I think it, it does speak to you know people around the league, including it wasn't just media covering the Mavs or Mavs fans that were thinking that Dallas is going to land a big name. I mean, it was just a week before Lowry signed in Miami that John Hollinger's on the Athletic, and he's you know it's a back and forth piece about Toronto and trying to predict what's going to happen. And he says in that piece, he thinks Lowry's going to Dallas. I don't think Hollinger's just putting that out there just out the whim of his you know brain. So I, you know, he used to be an executive. He's got, yeah, we, we've seen the reports too about, you know, the Lowry thing. It's like, was the, I know it, it sucks to always come in second, but was the Kyle Lowry thing like Kimball Walker? It's like, is, I mean, it feels so similar that, was Dallas in the driver's seat for Kyle Lowry at, at some point? And then Miami, you know, swooped in and got him. And so we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Was there anything else on the survey that like stuck like stood out to you? The worst moves of the offseason, DeRozan was the was the top of that. Uh, them and the Pelicans offseason. I'm glad the Pelicans offseason was up there because if you feel yeah, bad that, about the Mavs was- offseason, then just yeah, you're not a Pelicans fan. So there was one move. 
A player was slighted in a way that's irreversible, that cannot be solved, Uh-oh. that was unforgivable, did not re- receive a single vote in this category. Best player in the NBA for ne- going into next season, LeBron James, zero votes. The Wash King returns. Oh, we got some smart people. The wa- <laughs> The insecurity is oozing out of Twitter. <laughs> Who are you talking to, bro? Like, who's calling you the Wash King? What what credible person is calling you washed? There's no nobody. One. This is There's just no one. all like made up to like, hey, let, let's shoot out the tweet. And you know me, I like LeBron. I have nothing against LeBron. I'm like you, and I still I do not understand the Wash King thing. Oh, uh, it's those narratives, man. It's a funny he, nickname, but it doesn't. It's, he it loves seems trying like to. It's, seems like it's real. <laughs> he loves trying to create the narratives, man. It's it's fun. <laughs> that that one did stick out to me. But what do you think about the merit of it, though? Is are are Giannis and Durant the the two best players co- going in, and which one yeah is yeah higher? they are. I mean, I think I would have Durant over Giannis, but it's hard to even. I mean, it's so hard to say that because Giannis just dropped fifty in a game seven and won the title, and he was so dominant in that. And it, but I Kevin, still Kevin Durant dropped fifty against the Suns. He, I know, but but there. You have to give it a little bit more merit too, because it was game seven. Like, I mean, it wasn't game seven. Or, no, no, it wasn't game seven. Game it six. was it was a closeout game in the NBA Finals. Like that means something too. That adds a little bit more to it. But I, I still would take Kevin Durant. I, I think Kevin Durant's the best overall player in the world right now. Before I say that Giannis is the best player in the world, I need to know how many of the fifty Nuggets he actually ate the next day after after winning the championship. <laughs> I gotta know. Uh, but no, I, I think that was, I think that's right, and I think it's Giannis and, and KD. I mean, LeBron's right there; he's he's number three on that. But uh, yeah. I did think it was interesting that he didn't get a single vote. I'm like, well, you didn't. It it was executives; it wasn't media members, so that's why he didn't get a single vote. <laughs> Nobody on the can we give? Payroll? Hold on, can we give a shout out to Chris Haynes for the the Haynes snippet of? Who is more dedicated? Already, a Haynes snippet. <laughs> <laughs> Who is more dedicated and the the loyalty with fans and players? Like you have a portion of ESPN with LeBron, you have Haynes <laughs> with Dame, we have Chris Mannix with Boston. Uh, I mean, I mean, I feel like that should be a poll. Like, wh- which loyalty is stronger between those three marriages? Man, that one's tough. It is tough. But okay, Chris the, Haynes the, was the, the next level with the, the Chris. Yeah, go, explain what the Chris Haynes thing was. Well, Chris Haynes tweets tweets out a, an unreleased snippet of an upcoming <laughs> Damian Lillard album, and not not only did he tweet it out, but at the bottom of the clip, it literally says in the clip, uh, not in the tweet, <laughs> in the clip, like he had to go in with a video editor and add this yeah. text in there. <laughs> Dude's in Adobe adding, you know, <laughs> Haynes, Haynes, Adobe un- Rush. <laughs> I think it honestly said, I don't have it in front of me, like Haynes unreleased snippet. And I was like, oh, this is incredible. <laughs> hey, you got to put your watermark on stuff because stuff gets stolen. But man, a Haynes snippet, really? I just like hey, that he leans on, into wait. it. Like, Chris Haynes has done music in the past, though. Are we sure he didn't produce it? He could have. Which I want to make this clear. I don't blame these people. Like if I was in that spot, I would, pff, let's do it. I'll yeah, tweet stuff it out. Gets stolen, yeah. What? No, I'm saying I like I get the loyalty to you know, to players and stuff. When you're in a spot oh, and you can have those relationships, sure, I'll I'll tweet out somebody. I mean, Mavericks player, I'm open. 
Shoot, shoot me a DM. I'll tweet out an unreleased song. Willie, Willie's got music, right? Let's go. I'll tweet. Oh, out no, a- it was it was Wes Wondu, I think was the one that we were we were talking about music when he first. Okay, well, that might be the line I'll draw. What <laughs> if you uh, an unreleased Willie Colley Stein painting? <laughs> an unreleased Wes Wondu jump shot. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. We're done. That's it. Guys, hey, I just want to say I appreciate everybody. I'm going on vacation, and so I will not be on the podcast. Isaac is taking over. You're in great hands. And great- All the downloads just went down. <laughs> no, come on. They, they come here for you. Uh, but, yeah, that's. I just wanted to say thank you to everybody for this season. It feels like I'm going on vacation. When we come back, it'll, like, start the next season. But what yeah. Guys, what are the odds? That marketing ends up in Dallas while Nick's 100%. gone. 100%. I'm so ready to do an emergency pod from my parents' house. I'm ready. Guys, no, but, thank- but, but seriously, we have some guests lined up, so don't go anywhere. Uh, we'll be talking Mavs all We're next week. On. We, We're hanging on. we got ha- content for you. We're hanging on, and then it'll be media day. So. Thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Mavs. Peace out. Oh. He needs guidance from her on the floor. Tolliver says, why not? It hits. <laughs> <laughs>